0: Here's some characteristics of a good offer letter? Some people like to use the term LOI, purchase right. to offer. What else right. the things you like to see in a, in a good offer letter?
1: I think, well, there needs to be some time constraints around all of this. So even with the contingencies, you want to have some time frames built in for the due diligence saying, how long will it take for you to get financing? How long will it take for you to review the financial statements? When's the right time to contact the landlord? And another thing that you're going to see in about every, every deal, including letters of intent is going to be what's the transition with the, with the seller as a buyer. What do I want the transition to look like? Do I want three months from that seller or six months or what exactly am I looking for?
0: Welcome back to the apex business advisors podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andy Kavanaugh, joined as always by the other host, Doug Hubler. Doug, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How's thank that, you? How's that sunburn coming?
1: It's all flaked away. <laughs> a little, Literally, little, little yes. lotion on there. Get- I missed the lotion on the legs. Okay, well, so, but it was a good trip.
0: Well, it's good to have you back. Glad thank that you. uh, your sunburn is uh, is
1: just moving into that nice base layer. Right. I'm ready for the summer now. I can wear shorts. Yeah, people can see me from the front. The back of my legs are still white, though. (laughs) Uh, Well, we have a a topic today that is
0: uh, what I like to call my second most favorite day. But before we get into that, did you want to talk about any closings? Any yeah, a little update would be nice.
1: Uh, We had uh, a closing last week. Debbie had a closing. uh, It was a buy-side transaction. So it was a, a nice deal, and, and it was a, a manufacturing business in western Kansas. And then, um, oh, my gosh, wait, who is this? Andy. That's Andy me. had a closing. Uh. Andy and Valerie teamed up on a closing, and uh, that just happened just a couple of days ago. Correct? Correct. Fund yeah. transaction. Yeah. Um,
0: a hair salon-type place with... Uh, it was a special, it was a unique salon. Yeah, in the uh, the the lady and her husband that bought it, they've got a couple young girls, so I can see a ton of princess parties oh. in their future. Um, <laughs> so really excited for them as they uh, yeah. they enter into the world of entrepreneurship, and um, very excited for our sellers yep. as they exit the world right, of entrepreneurship. Right. Yeah. Uh, both are it was a second business for both, and uh, husbands are retiring one was working she was ready to retire so yeah um, I don't think she'll I don't think we'll see her around much I think she'll be looking to, for a new be, business I think if you want to see her you're going to be in Arizona okay <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I don't think she's going to see any more snow in her life the <laughs> typical retirement okay yeah, yeah so uh, well today's topic is as I mentioned my second favorite day the offer so
1: we what do, wait. What's your first favorite day? Closing day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> closing, of course. Yeah, the day well, where we <laughs> have to get to the, we have to get to a closing somehow. Well, exactly. Right. Yeah, but there's, offered, a, there's a lot that leads up to the closing. There is, but yeah. but as far it. as days go, yeah, there's okay. there's a
0: few days where they're just a little bit more exciting than others. Right. Right. Um, I just think there's excitement around when you get that offer. Yeah. There's still there is every time that the offer comes in. There's that. That little, like, yeah. Like I, know little. Your,
1: I know your kids listen to this, but my favorite day was the day my children were born. So, sorry. Go ahead. Wow. I mean, if
0: we're... <laughs> 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 I'm talking specifically in the process oh, okay. of okay. our transactions. Oh, I gotcha. That this is my second favorite day of the uh, transaction process. Okay of our entire process that okay. we're going through
1: we gotcha. finished our okay. CBR I'm focused on it now
0: and we get into an offer now sometimes there's some intermediary steps in there where maybe there's a second buyer seller meeting maybe there's a meeting with the broker and the buyer but you know it's at, at the end of that CB at the end of the meeting with the buyer seller there's three things that are going to happen one is the buyer is going to decide this isn't a fit or the seller decides it's not a fit. Number two, somebody's gonna write an offer. Or number three, they're gonna need more information.
1: And I prefer number two. Right. Like it, make an offer. Step up to the plate.
0: Yeah, you know, something I've seen lately is a lot of people wanting to do due diligence before making an offer. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things Mm -hmm. that maybe we need to do a little bit better job, we meaning I, specifically need to do a better job of is letting people know that you know look these things do move right right? and as part of this earnest money that you're going to put down in your good faith deposit basically to take this thing off the market if you find something material that impacts the deal that money comes back right but if you yeah. want to get that look under the hood, if you want to go into that due diligence and start looking at the finances and start looking at the things you need to look at, that only comes after an offer is accepted.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that I think a lot of buyers believe there's a lot of time ahead of time, or they think that putting an offer in place, like you say, maybe they, they feel that there's risk involved in doing so, but we've we've got it pretty well covered for them to keep it safe, actually for both sides, if there's a reason to walk away.
0: You're talking about clearing contingencies? That's right. Yeah. So what are yeah. some of the common contingencies? that?
1: Well, one of the big ones, and I think probably one of the first on the list, is reviewing financial statements. So what we've been able to present to them up to that point would be, we would have a copy of the financial statements or tax return but they haven't had an opportunity at that point to really dig into it and verify anything. So we don't audit that information. We're given that by the seller. So that's the time where they're really gonna dig in is in due diligence after an accepted offer. Uh, The other things would be financing contingency or getting a lease on the building or space that they're gonna be renting. Walk us through what the offer to purchase what it signifies in the... This is the first. So if I've got a buyer that's looking at a business, they're interested, and we're ready to, to make an offer, we're going to make what I'm going to suggest is a good offer. It, it can't be a lowball offer. We, we don't have to present something that we would see as a lowball offer. But if it's a reasonable offer that we can take to the seller, I'd say let's just put something out there that you're comfortable with, You know the price of the business. Here's what the seller's wanting. What do you feel like you're comfortable with? And so we would start laying out their offer, how much they're going to be coming to the plate with down payment, and if they're going to need bank financing. So that's kind of the start of it. Remembering, too, that the seller may counteroffer. So putting an offer out there isn't the end of it. There are contingencies. And then the seller may come back and put some contingencies on top of the offer and may change the offer price. Let me jump in real
0: quick, and I want to talk to you a little bit about when you say down payment, there's a difference between down payment, escrow, earnest money. Can you right, explain right. a little bit about what that that is? Yeah, the earnest
1: money or escrow is just a, like you said earlier, kind of a good faith deposit, and they need to come to, when they're making an offer, have some money for escrow, and that might be five or $10,000, depends on the size of the deal. If you've got a multi-million dollar deal, then the escrow is gonna be larger. But this deal that they're making an offer on, if it's accepted, it's gonna be taken off the market. So we wanna make sure that somebody's willing to write a check, put it in our escrow, we hold it, then they have the ability to really dig in at that point. Uh, If there's no escrow, then there, it seems like they're just not willing to write a check or maybe not have the capability of writing a check for that and they probably, we probably wouldn't continue with the offer. Let's say that there's a business
0: that is being sold for $500,000 mm-hmm. and you have two offers. One, let's say they're, they're near each other. Right. The lower offer, the person offers $75,000 in escrow the higher offer, the person offers 10000 in escrow. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a difference in the amount that you, you offer as escrow? What does that display? It could display? be. I think
1: it's, um, so there's a little bit of a, an emotional reaction on the part of the seller when they see that. The person that's offering up more escrow is showing much more commitment and to, to get to closing and do the deal. And I guess the ability to write a check, not afraid to write the check. And I think when you're... And this happens quite often is when buyers are competing with each other for the same deal. Then they need to show kind of the, their their best. They have to put their best foot forward. Yeah, they guess. have to show that strength. Yeah,
0: that yeah I can that they really want it. Yeah, I don't need to go sell some, several of my stocks and wait for crypto to rebound and right. You know, in order right. for me to make this this happen, I have this money. I'm Mm -hmm. able to do it. Um, So you also talked about total down payment as Mm -hmm. part of that. How are those a function of each other?
1: So the escrow does become part of the down payment. So we do hold on to that. And then there's also a secondary. Usually what we have is an escrow with the offer, additional escrow with the acceptance of the offer. And then a week or two prior to closing, then then there's a third escrow. So complete the total. And that's usually around 10% of the total sale price. So perhaps with the offer, I'm, I'm offering up 3%. Right. And, and then, that's probably,
0: probably fair. And then I'm going to yeah. put another 2% upon acceptance mm-hmm. and then the another 5% have a 10% down payment right. waiting there. And then right. Right. my bank financing takes me to the, yeah. to the end of the, uh, or whatever what, that the terms are that I have with my my lender takes right. me to the end of the that's total part, purchase price. You know,
1: so that escrow then is part of the down payment. If a buyer is going to come in with twenty percent, but they put ten percent in escrow, mm-hmm. then at closing, all they're coming up with the additional ten percent. Something else that we often see is we, we've talked
0: about this through working capital, whether that be accounts payable, accounts receivable, inventory. Mm-hmm. What are we kind of seeing that as it relates to the the offer?
1: At this stage, it doesn't really impact it, uh, except for on the inventory side. There will be s- situations where a business has inventory that will g- be included in the price or as an addition to the price. So each, each one of those things is spelled out in the offer. It's also spelled out in our CBRs, so people know what to expect. Here's the price. And then on top of the price, there's inventory. That would go with the business. And yeah, sometimes there's excess inventory.
0: Yeah, it's a very, very important part. Is that, that inventory can really swing, really what you, what you need. If you're buying a business for five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, it has one hundred fifty thousand dollars in inventory in excess of that. Well, now we're up there at that six fifty, right range. Right. Or
1: if that five hundred includes the one fifty. Very big distinction, and then and there's also you know seasonality related to that. so we have to you know if I've got an engagement that started today and it's off season, let's say, and there's fifty thousand inventory, but i we're going to present an offer in October when inventory is higher, we need to make sure that we're managing that, the expectations on buyer and seller side and, and know what the inventory is going to be because that could be an additional cost to the buyer.
0: What are some characteristics of a good offer letter? Some people like to use the term
1: LOI, purchase right, to offer. What else right. the things you like to see in a, in a good offer letter? I think, well, there needs to be some time constraints around all of this. So even with the contingencies, you want to have some time frames built in for the due diligence saying, how long will it take for you to get financing? How long will it take for you to review the financial statements? when's the right time to contact the landlord and another thing that you're going to see in about every every deal including uh, letters of intent is going to be what's the transition with the with the seller as a buyer what do i want the transition to look like do i want three months from that seller or six months or what exactly am i looking for and then you know what's the target closing date you know I don't want something that's going to be, we're looking six months down the road. We're looking for something, you know, near term.
0: What do you think the appropriate time for that due diligence is? Are you a 30 to 45 day guy normally? Yeah,
1: I think it's. it does really depend on how willing and how quickly the seller can give information. And so I think normally 30 days for most deals, we can get information and fill our deal room with information all the tax returns financial statements asset list employee information whatever a buyer is asking for it's a, it's kind of important for the seller to fill those things in quickly otherwise the diligence can stretch out so i would say 30 to 45 days would yeah. be good and then in that process they're also talking to lenders so you've got to do it in conjunction with each other. You can't do it all in a s- sequence. Yeah. it needs to be done together. Yeah, because if you're if you're waiting
0: for your financial due diligence to be done before you before you do lending. any financing,
1: right? It's going to stretch out for months. Months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. The um, yeah. So the other thing too is that you just want to make sure that seller is going to continue to operate the business in mm-hmm. normal fashion. They're not going to start slashing employee slashing right
1: cutting marketing and yeah. advertising they need to run at normal course because you look at it you know we try to tell the seller listen these deals can fall apart for a myriad of reasons so you need to continue on with your business let's, let's assume this isn't going to close and that you are going to run your business like you normally would because if a buyer sees that all the advertising has stopped or that employees are gone or you know a lot of different things could happen they could just back out of the deal.
0: Yeah and the final thing is is I think it's important to note that is this a binding or a non-binding document?
1: It's, it's really binding as far as confidentiality with all that information going back and forth but it's really an, a non-binding contract because Let's say we've we've gone through all the contingencies and everything's met, everything's ready to go. But the asset purchase agreement there's a halt. The attorneys are are arguing about minutia, and it and it falls apart. You know, nobody's going to get dinged for that. That was just not being able to negotiate a final transaction. So, yeah, it's really a non-binding thing. So it's safe for a yeah. buyer. For sure. Yeah, it, it
0: really kind of lays that groundwork for that asset purchase agreement. So that mm-hmm. it outlines, here's here's the terms of the deal. Here's what we've agreed upon. Right, right. As we go through this closing process, due diligence, these are the parameters that we're working under right now go put all the warranties and representations and yeah the all the legal
1: stuff that's necessary and we do really require an attorney to be part of the deal but that's you know that's the later stage once you've gone through all those other pieces you've gotten bank approval you've gone through the due diligence you have a new lease in your name and and all the other things that you reviewed. so and that's why trying to do due diligence before you make an offer doesn't make sense you you need if you're if this is a business you're interested in make an offer then you can work on all the due diligence and all your discovery
0: yeah I don't I think that's a great place for us to to shut it down today I think that we'll we'll come back next week we've already talked about due diligence a little bit maybe we'll dive into that a little more so sure. again welcome back it's nice to have you Thanks. walking around the office it's
1: wonderful to be here <laughs>
0: So the Apex website, even though Doug was out of the office, the Apex website still maintained. Still, it's still going. It was still going. Phones were answered. Phones were answered. Yeah. Deals were done. Yeah. Um, as and that's really animals. nice. I was gone, and deals were done. Yeah. Doug comes back, deals are closed. So, <laughs> if you're interested in looking at buying or selling a business, you know the place to go. That's KCApex.com. That's really the only stop you need to go to. That's it. Listings are out there blogs are out there these podcasts are out there tons of educational information on getting yourself up to speed on the process and of course you can get in touch with any member of our team including doug and myself and as always if you are looking at buying or selling a business we've got you fam